Attention wrestling fans, you're now about to listen to the men coming down the aisle from the main streets of South Elgin, Illinois, with a microphone in his hand and questions on his mind. This is What Do You Say with DJ. Welcome to episode 30 of What Do You Say with DDJ. As always, I'm your host, DDJ. Like I said before, this is episode number 30, and it's something that I, 30 weeks ago, I would have never thought I'd be at this point. So anybody that's listened to this show, one episode, 30 episodes, whatever, thank you. Uh, I'm going to get right into it. Uh, joining me this week, this is, uh, this is a first. I actually have more than one guest. I have... The men that host the three men that host the new show called the Micro Brawler Broadcast. Uh, Dave Canny, Nick Carpenter, and Ryan Crossley. Uh, they run the Micro Brawlers fan group on Facebook. Guys, if you have if you're not a member and you're into Micro Brawlers, go join this group because this is where you can go to if you're looking to start out collecting these guys. If you're looking for that one or two extras that you need to complete your collection or if you're just looking to meet some really cool wrestling fans this is the place to go so uh yeah so grab your drink grab a snack get comfy get warm whatever kick back and enjoy episode 30 of what do you say with ddj and my guests this week uh nick carpenter ryan crosley and dave canyon of the micro brawler broadcast this is rock star johnny nye and you're listening to what do you say with DDJ, and make sure you catch the newest episode featuring yours truly. What other reason could you possibly need to tune in outside of the fact that I'm on it? I mean, come on, people. And for those of you who don't tune in, be gone. Welcome to episode 30 of What Do You Say with DDJ. Yes, I said episode 30, a pretty momentous occasion. Never thought I'd be here, uh, you know, about, I don't know, six, close to six, seven months ago when I first started doing this show. And uh, joining me for this very special landmark 30th edition are the three men behind the awesome and brand new show known as the Micro Brawler Broadcast. I have Dave Kinney, Nick Carpenter, and Ryan Crosley joining me tonight. Gentlemen, how are you all doing this evening? I'm doing great. Doing Can't speak for Nick and Ryan, but I'm doing good. How are you, Dennis? Great. Doing Thank good. you, gentlemen. Nick, Ryan. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I to say thanks for inviting us. We yeah, definitely. My pleasure, guys. Um, well, you know, we all know uh, one of the biggest things going around uh, the collector's market, especially when it comes to professional wrestling, are the micro brawlers, and we're going to get into that a little bit later because that is the main uh, focus of this episode. But um, I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to ask you a question that I ask every single guest I have on, on my show. It's usually the first question I ask them. Um, Gentlemen, how did you each discover professional wrestling? Uh, Dave, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Um, I don't really have an exact mo like time that it clicked, but the earliest wrestling memory I have mm. is watching SummerSlam 1992 from Wembley Stadium um, in my house. And we had that on a tape that we – 
I'm surprised it's still intact on how many times we've watched this over the last <laughs> close to 30 years. Um, and I just I remember always watching that day after day as a kid and then eventually watched Royal Rumble 93. We got that on pay-per-view and then Mania 9, which gets a lot of flack, but is a great mania. I don't care what anyone says. WrestleMania 9 is great. And just it, it steamrolled and snowballed from there. And, you know, I've been watching ever since, really. Uh, Nick, how about you? How did you discover pro wrestling? Uh, my father, really. I mean, my father is a huge wrestling fan. I mean, I grew up right outside of Baltimore. So mm-hmm. I would go see, like, the NWA. I mean, I remember young, like, Sting and stuff when I was real little. And then uh, when I was about 10, my dad got one of those, uh, like, the black box, the illegal cable boxes to get the paper. I for free. And stuff. <laughs> so I think WrestleMania 10, I remember, was the very first one I ever watched live. And I was just, I've been hooked ever since. I mean, I, pretty much. You know, I took a little break uh, in my early 20s and stuff like everybody probably does. But, that, mm-hmm. but hooked, always, have, always have been wrestling. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Ryan, how about you? Um, I can't think of any matches or whatnot, but I, I almost positive it's when I was seven years old. I had a childhood friend I met at that age. His grandpa was in the wrestling, his dad, so him, so, you know, he's my best buddy. So, you know, I think I got to go to some indie shows, some house shows, or indie shows, house shows back in the day. Uh, I got to go to WrestleMania 12 because of him. I, I, I used to want to be a wrestler. I only have a backyard resume, but uh, he went on to wrestle. And um, so I have him to attribute to that. And then also 95 and 96, speaking of the black box, uh, my uncle worked for the cable company. So I have like 95, 96, all the pay-per-views on tape still have them. Yeah. So, you know, I watch those just like Dave was saying. Awesome. So Ryan, I got to ask, what was your uh, backyard wrestling name? Uh, well, I kinda, I, I've been using it now. Uh, the, I was, I, okay. Evander Holyfield, I guess is the real deal. I didn't know that. I probably should. I, I feel like I coined the real deal, I thought. I was uh, the real deal Dylan Shivers. Nice. I just, I just got the shivers. Little, little shiver and then do a little kick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to uh, – another question. So obviously, you know, you all have, you know, really, you know, unique stories how we discovered pro wrestling. Uh, me – my grandfather uh, used to watch it, and I would go when I'd go to his house. He would have it on, and it just slowly kind of got drew me in. Eventually, and then that started the uh, once I really got into it in like late ninety, early ninety one. It was uh, all she wrote from there. So, um, so guys, uh, who would you say like when you first started watching wrestling? Who was like your one favorite guy at the time? Not talking about now, but like back when you first started watching. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to start with you on that one. Whoops, wrong hand, the camera. This guy right here, Brett Hitman Hart. Great. Uh, Nick, how about you? Well, when I was real little, it was Hulk Hogan, of course. Everybody was Hulk Hogan when I was <laughs> born in the heart of Hulkamania. And then it was Owen Hart. I loved Owen Hart. And then eventually Chris Jericho. And I'm still just the biggest Chris Jericho mark to his day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Dave, how about you? Well, I said SummerSlam 92 was my first pay-per-view that I ever watched, and he was the world champion. That would be the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Big Macho Man fan. Love yeah. Macho Man. He's I was going wild when we had that Macho Madness on that Friday. Yeah, he's so – and we're obviously – that's one of the things we're going to um, talk about here. As soon as he went into that voice, I'm like, yeah, we definitely got to talk about that because that was a pretty significant event there. Yep. So uh, – 
So, yeah, so uh, I see, uh, Dave, you have a uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, blanket yep. right there behind you in the uh, the aptly named Dave Cave. Um, so I'm assuming you're a Bucks fan, correct? I, I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, the only one you'll find in New York. Wow. <laughs> I'm a I'm a homer. I'm a Bears fan, and I live about 45 minutes west of Chicago. So it's it's okay. My store manager at the store I work for is a Bears fan, so I root for the Bears because if the Bears do good. He's in a good mood on Monday, so I always root for the Bears. Fair enough. Fair enough. So so I got to ask you, what are your what were your thoughts on? Um, well, he wasn't a member of the Buccaneers at the time, but your thoughts on uh, uh, former 24/7 champion Rob Gronkowski's involvement in the world of pro wrestling. I thought it was great, and I always think that celebrities have their place in wrestling if mm. done correctly. And I think Gronkowski did do it correctly. You know, he didn't overstay his welcome. He brought in mainstream publicity, the same thing that's going on with Bad Bunny. You know, I'm not a big Bad Bunny fan in terms of music, but you know what? He's drawing more mainstream attention to the wrestling product, so it's good for the whole product. You know, and so as a Gronk fan, I thought it was cool to see one of my favorite players be a part of one of my favorite products, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. All right, uh, uh, Nick and Ryan, your thoughts on the world involvement of uh, celebrities and, you know, sports athletes in the world of professional wrestling, because, you know, we got coming up uh, this coming Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, we got the... Uh, we got the big tag team match involving Shaquille O'Neal. So I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on uh, the involvement of uh, professional athletes and celebrities in the world of wrestling. I'm fine with it. I mean, as long as it's done, not overdone. I mean, I think the Shaq thing is cool. I think the Gronk thing, like, I think he wanted to, they wanted to do more with him, I think, but he ended up uh, signing with the Bucks. I don't think he was, like, playing when he signed yeah. the WWE contract, turned around and signed with the Bucks right away. But... Because I, I was under the impression with Gronk that he was like going to go to the uh, performance center and like do it the right way and actually learn how to like wrestle and but I don't I don't know now. <laughs> but, and there went Gronk. Mojo's push. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, once uh, Gronk left, yeah, Mojo's like, well, there goes my <laughs> career. Yep. And that so, Ryan, what about you? Um, I can't think of any instances that stick out, but I mean, I appreciate it because. I think it's cool, again, like the the uh, audience. Like, I try and draw anyone into wrestling I can. Like, if it was Gronk, people were talking about football. They brought up Gronk today. I'm like, he wrestled. You know, any way to get people to kind of see see into my love for wrestling. But um, I think it's neat, too. It probably makes me think, like, I've been in the ring a little bit. But, mm -hmm. you know, seeing, quote, unquote, average people, you know, as long as they don't put them over like Arquette, I love them now. Obviously, oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy. And that too, you know, he found a, a true love for it afterwards. So it's, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Have any of you I, all I, seen I, that uh, documentary made? I know I, I want to. i good things. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, it's, I've, yeah, I've seen his nice. interviews hyping it up. It seems really good. Yeah, I want. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I've heard it's really good. And yeah. that's a, okay. But since you brought it, D David Arquette up, I got to ask, who did you think was, was uh, a worst world heavyweight champion, David Arquette or Vince Russo? Vince Russo. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. It's unanimous. So, <laughs> Matt. Um, alrighty then. So, obviously, again, uh, 
the uh, main focus of this uh, this episode is going to be the uh, micro brawler craze and stuff. Uh, you guys, your guys' show, you know, my, the micro brawler broadcast is uh, one of the only shows that I've seen out there. In fact, I think it's the only show I've seen that's really dedicated to something like this and that, which is re- which is really cool, guys. Uh, obviously, I'm going to give these guys a chance to talk about it a little bit more. But guys, go on YouTube, uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, the, the market, the, the, the fan base, it's growing like crazy and stuff like that. Um, let me ask you this. Do you guys remember what your first micro brawler was? Yeah, mine was, uh, Andre the giant in the golden age pro wrestling crate that I got. Nice. Uh, Nick, what about you? Uh, Pentagon junior, the gold one, the one from the crate. Yes. And, uh, Ryan, what about you? Uh, Hangman Page, you know, I got the crate for the elite stuff, and he ended up being my first. Nice, uh, uh like Nick, uh, my first was the uh, was the Pentagon, uh, the gold one. Um, so, and I'll be honest with you, I was like, okay, these things are cool, but as I got them more and more in the crates, it's kind of like you know, started really getting into them and stuff. Uh, okay, uh, guys, so my next question is for you, uh, and I'm gonna start with Nick on this one. Um, when did the um, micro brawlers go from being just something that you saw in the crate, and like, oh, this is cool, to becoming a passion and something that you what guys decided to uh, start your show and base it on? Uh, Nick, start with you. Well, uh, I was listening to the Major Pod right when it first came out. Mm. It got me like really, really itchy to start a collection, and this one was like pretty, pretty brand new at the time. Mm-hmm. So I started doing, but I, the reason I liked it was because it was just one brawler a month from the crate. It's nice and simple, easy collection. And then it just, at wave one came out, it had like 22 brawlers. Then it's just snowballed from there into what it is now. Except that we're all in at this point. <laughs> right, pretty much, yeah. Um, Ryan, what about you? When did it go from being just something that you thought was cool and like a cool little ex- extra in the crate to uh, becoming, uh, you know, a passion and something, a hobby, I guess? An addiction. Addiction. Um, there you go. That's the word. Seriously. Um. Yeah. My first grade, April 2018. Uh, I wasn't sold on on them either. Kind of like uh, you were saying, Dennis. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I missed the next crate. Found out I missed Hawk, which bummed me out. I'm like, oh, LOD. I definitely want that. That yep. caused me to backtrack. I was about. I think I started on year two of the crate, so I had to backtrack a year. That was tough enough. Um. Mm. But yeah, when I when I was willing to to spend money on wave one when they said I'd save a little if I bought in advance. Right. That that gets me every time. So Mm. uh, when I, you know, put that money out for 22 micro brawlers, I was, I was all in. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what about you? Well, like I said, I got my, uh, my Andre giant brawler, my first crate that I got. Um, And like Ryan said, I wasn't sold right away. So I wound up skipping a few months, came back in October where it was masked and paint. You got a Papa Shango brawler. Skipped the next month, got um, uh, the Kazuchi Okada brawler. Then I wound up getting a Bushi and, and a, more and more for a while. And I just I kept them in an empty uh, pro wrestling crate box for a while. So I just didn't know what to display with them. I was like, I don't really know if this is a collection yet. And then during quarantine, it came up on Facebook, um, the Micro Brawler fan group, uh, as a suggested group to join. And I see all these great displays when I go, oh, wow, these are really cool. And at that time, it, it synced like – how I decided I wanted to find the display mine. 
And so I was like, oh man, these are these are cool displays, but I don't want to be like the guy who's got 10 brawlers in this group. I want to be one of the, the big hitters, even though you know I'm not even close by some people's display because I'm on a budget, you know. Like my my big like gift to myself this past week, I wound up getting a Tommy Dreamer. So, you know, nice. got to go for that. So but yeah, that's and now we're here. So right. So all right, so uh next then is uh going to be if you had to pick one brawler that you have uh, that you've acquired so far that which one would be your favorite one that you have in your collection? Uh, Ryan, I'll start with you on this one. Um, for me, it's Bret Hart. Like I said, he's been my childhood favorite and that's mm. all the way till now. So, but uh, I think they kind of teased him. He was in a couple crates prior. So I was hoping for it. Didn't get him. And when I finally did, I mean, he was, if I really narrowed down, he, I, there's some that are more, cooler more detailed but he's my favorite wrestler so to have a brawler is it's awesome right uh, uh dave what about you Who, which one is your favorite in your collection it's a toss-up for two special reasons so i have the macho king brawler that we got mm -hmm. in the kings of wrestling because like i said macho man's my favorite but right. then i also have the hangman adam page brawler because of the journey it was to get to him wow. like he came out in the crate right after my first that i skipped like i wasn't big into the elite or bte or any of that stuff or hangman or nothing and then i i obviously over the last year or so i've become a big hangman page fan and mm -hmm. i wound up like okay He's going for X amount of dollars right now. This is where I'm going to set my goal. If he drops into this range, let me know. And one day in the micro brawler fan group, somebody's like, yeah, I'm selling hangman for so-and-so and shout out to all the good brawler brothers out there who yep. just blew up my inbox. Like Dave, he's selling at this price. He's got it. I was like, and it happened. I put a big stupid video on there of him entering my collection. So it's, it's definitely a tie between hangman and, and the macho King for me. Nick, what about you, my man? Um, I mean, I'm on the same way. Like, I would say my favorite would be the, the Owen Hart just because, he, like I said, he was one of my favorite wrestlers. And, I mean, it was so long before he got any kind of figure or any kind of merchandise period. But also the X-Pac and the, the original Chris Hero, I mean, I had, like, a two-year journey of myself doing that, too. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, we're talking favorite brawler would be Owen, but with, like, most sentimental or, like, most meaningful to me would definitely be either the Chris Hero or the X-Pac. Right. Okay, yeah, for me, it's the Macho King one. I just the, love the, the layout of the robe and stuff um, and that. But, I mean, you know, I, the, the, the Okada is another close second, I would say, as well, too. Okay, so uh, Nick kind of actually kind of gave me a good segue into my next question. What is, like, the, the I guess, the wildest or, like, craziest story, like, that you've had with, like, getting a brawler – before you know like the, its value really went up like maybe you got one before it shot up in value or something along those lines uh nick i'll start with you on that one like what's the one that like you got you got like right before the value went through the roof i mean well i pretty much paid retail for almost all of them so like i mean only two i've ever paid more than like the retail price was is for that xbox and the hero and i bought that xbox on ebay like way before like this I mean, it blew up like this. I'm pretty sure I bought it from Xbox himself. That mm. it was only a hundred bucks ship, which is like, I mean, nothing. I mean, nowadays, yeah. like I mean, at the time, I was, I can't believe I'm doing it. <laughs> right, uh, uh, Dave. What about you? What was you say it was probably like the one that you got like right before, it, like just the value went through the roof. 
Um, I'd probably say the Marty two up because I had noticed like around June or so that they put on like the website, like limit of two, like limited 200 run or something like that. So I was like, I had thought about getting the Marty two up, but I was like, I don't know how I'm going to display this exactly, but I just decided to go for it and get it. And now I bought it for like $24 or something like that off the pro wrestling mm -hmm. tees website. And now it can go for like 70 bucks or something like that. Maybe last time I looked. So that's probably my my grail. All right. Ryan, what about you? Um, Xbox, Xbox as well. Um, I think I, well, I guess he, what, he sold out the cease and desist. So I, I didn't see any online or anything. But, it was impossible uh, to find w for a long time. So I was able to go there. That's when I found out uh, what Swoggle had his variant. You know, you find out about mm -hmm. these ones pop up and I'm excited, but then I want to choke the guys. I'm like, how are we supposed <laughs> to get word about these things? Back in the day, it was like the dark ages. But anyway, uh, Xbox, you know, uh, he had his booth, and the guy, someone, the guy working his booth, James, who I have, you know, kind of buddies with now. But I was like, hey, does he have this micro brawler? And it was like a, a download deal. You know, he's kind of like, oh, he doesn't really like to sell those. Let me, uh, I'll talk to him. So, like, we lined <laughs> it up over text. The next day, he had one. You know, slipped it to me, my now wife, but then fiance. Same thing, Nick. I spent a hundred bucks on that, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Shaking <laughs> <laughs> head. But I was just, you know, I was like, "This thing's limited," and then I guess I think it kind of made me a completist. I just knew it was rare, and you know, I had to pull the plug. So yeah. it's cool. I got to get it from him in person. It's pretty neat. So, uh, so my my little story. Of this and this is one of the benefits to being so close to the store. Is that I, I can go, you know, pick up my orders, don't have to pay for shipping, that kind of thing. So when I got word that they were pulling the uh, Billy Gun and the Xbox bra Xbox Brawlers, um, I went to the store. Like I was actually just there, like to pick up some stuff. Then I left, and then I think like um, like later that night, I heard that they were being pulled. I'm thinking, ah, crap! I should have gotten them when I did. So luckily, I went. I think it was. It was on a Monday or something that I went, and they still had they they still had a few on the on the pegs there. So I grabbed one of each, and then I think it was like either later that day or the next day was when the Billy Gun and Xbox got pulled completely. So I mean that was probably I mean I couldn't have cut it any closer. So wow. it's, yeah, like I said, it's one of the benefits to living so close to the store is that like I said I can go there, you know, uh, you know. If, the situation warrants it and stuff. So I was lucky enough to get that. So the best part about all this is, and this is going to kind of lead me in my next question. And I think uh, Ryan and Nick are, may have already answered this and stuff, but unless they may, they maybe not. Um, I've been pretty lucky enough that I've been able to get all my brawlers at basically at retail um, and stuff. You know, I haven't had to pay anything exorbitant yet. And so, you know, fingers crossed that I don't ever get to that point, but um I'm gonna start with Dave on this. What is the most you spent on one single brawler, and who was it? Can we just make sure my girlfriend's not watching this first, because I don't want her to get mad at me. <laughs> um, the on a on a single brawler, um, I want, and it's gonna sound really cheap based on my based on everyone else's number, but it's probably the unmasked Marty. I think I spent fifty dollars on. 
That's not. Bad. I know. I know. It's fair. I know. Compared to compared to some of the prices, like I'm not. I'm not batting with the big leagues. You know, going after bulldogs and steamboats yet. I, I can't. I can't do that. If you count like buying the entire wave of AEW brawlers, that was the most expensive purchase. If that counts, but mm-hmm. individual, it's it's the it's the unmasked Marty. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Ryan, what about you? I, I was it the X Pac was more than the most on. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, definitely. Gotcha. Nick, is it thing for you? The X Pac one you spent the most on? Actually, no. I paid uh, 115 for the Chris Hero. Original Cassera, that's the uh, most expensive one. Uh, his white, his white whale. Only two besides, besides <laughs> like everything else I bought. Yeah, when the wave one originally came out, I was like, "Oh, I got plenty of time. I'll just buy one or two every week. I get paid yep. this and that and stuff." And then they all got. I, I luckily I bought the uh, Rowdy Piper. I bought the Steam, but I bought them because those were like some out of the first, some of the first ones. I was like, "These are so cool. I'm gonna buy," but I just haven't got the hero yet. And they got pulled, and then I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> like I said, they don't ever come for sale. I mean, they see a little bit more now, but back then, I mean, you'd never have seen them on eBay or anything like that. It just, you couldn't even buy one if you yeah. wanted to. Yep. So, so, uh, so you're so in, in your guys's mind, what do you think led to just the explosion in popularity with the micro brawls? Because it kind of seemed like <clears throat> it went from just you know, like I said, the whole you know being in a crate and stuff to where now it's like, you know, it's almost like these are kind of looked at in the same way as like the baseball cards and, you know, member like, you know, autographed eight by tens and just autographed memorabilia in general. Like each, I'm going to start with uh, Nick on this one. What do you, when do you, what do you think uh, caused this uh, just sudden surge in popularity of the micro brawlers? Honestly, uh, Matt Cardona and their podcast. <laughs> I mean, some people say it's good. Some people say it's bad, but it definitely changed everything. Uh, Ryan, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too certain, but that's the only thing I can pinpoint. And, you know, I, I don't know their involvement with Barkin, but I know, like, he's smart and sees something hot and markets it well. And Yeah. 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 So, Dave, what about you? Yeah, I would say it's it's definitely around that that May June time in 2020 when um, the Stomp in Paradise Cardone and Myers Brawlers got um, put into market, and then also <clears throat> how I mentioned when they they put up like the limit 200 on the Pro Wrestling Tees website. If you say something's a very limited number, now obviously everything is limited. There's not an unlimited supply of all these brawlers. Right. If you say there's a specific number left people are going to start buying. Hence why I went after the Marty two up. I saw, Oh, there's only 200. You know, I, I got to get it if I'm going to get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so like I said, and the way Nick said, you know, some people think it's bad or good that, that the major boys got in us. I personally think it's great, you know, and from a fan perspective, you know, and a collector, yeah, it stinks that some of the prices have gone up, but it makes what I'm involved in feel cooler. Like I I've got to have mild interactions with wrestlers during a pandemic from the comfort of my couch, you know, and be like, I could post something and then, you know, you have a wrestler post back on it. I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's really cool. I'm, I'm a mark, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I know with me, I, you know, I listen to, you know, major wrestling figure podcasts every once in a while and stuff. There's so many podcasts that, like, I try to listen to. It's just it's so hard to keep up in that. But, um, yeah, definitely, I kind of concur, you know, with the whole – 
it, it's cool in one aspect, you know, to see there being something that each of us are into so popular, but at the same time, it's not cool because everybody's into it. So then that kind of drives the, you know, the demand up and obviously, you know, the prices go up and stuff. So, uh, but one of the things that is a, I know is a really hot button topic in not only, you know, the micro brawler fan group, uh, but also the Pro Wrestling Tees VIP group, because a lot of the guys that are in the, the Micro Brawler group are in the VIP group as well, too, is uh, is is scalping. Like, you know, where we get these people that, you know, when we did, when the Ryan drops, like, you know, the Madison Rain Brawler that was limited to 150 or $120 price made me mad. Yeah. But like, um, what, do you, what are your guys' thoughts on um, people that are buying these just specifically? Turn them around to, uh, you know, you know, make a pro make a nice chunk of change, so to speak. Uh, uh, Ryan, I'll start with you on this one. Okay, yeah, I actually just got mine in today. I was super psyched. Yes. Um, let's see the question. Okay. Uh, Basically, the question again, just real yeah. quick. Uh, thoughts on the uh, people that buy these just to turn around and uh, make them make some money? You know, scalpers, I guess. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean. I wonder if I could be labeled that in, in some extent because I, when I became like I'm a completist, I'm, I'm rethinking it somewhat with all these chases every crate, and right? Keep with it, but I think I got to a point. Maybe it's my mentality. Like I, I was complete with the collection, and I'd see a good deal and I'd buy it. Like it, kind of an addiction. I mean, to keep it going, and then when the group started, I mean, there's more interactions. I enjoy talking to people. Like I'll talk to people forever about microbellas, and we never make a deal. Mm. And you know, it's fun. Like it's it's just for me. I'm crazy into the. I'm crazy in the wrestling. But I'm really obviously maybe equally in the microbellers. I'm I'm too known for it. Even coworkers who don't want to hear about it talk about microbellers <laughs> through through osmosis. They say they know about microbellers. Um, but so I don't. Like I said, I do it more as a hobby type thing, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't think any, not too many people uh, are mad at me for for selling. I don't think I do like you said, flip it for three times as much or double or four times as much. You know, I, I like to stick with the market, <clears throat> whatever's on eBay, and definitely go under that, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm not a fan of that. It's if someone's doing that. I mean, it's just a toy. We always say that, just a piece of rubber and. Whenever I miss one, I'm probably going to be pretty upset. But you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go on a tirade. It is what it is. But mm -hmm. I, I just like, uh, yeah, it, it kind of stinks. If someone's wanting to collect it and someone buys it for the sole sake of making money, to me, I think you'd have to be really busy. If that, that's going to be your job, if you're going to flip, you know, to really make money, mm -hmm. I don't see why it's worth it for fifty bucks. Right, uh, Nick. What about you? I mean, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest fan of it. It's not something that I, I would do, but I can't hate on these people for doing it either. I mean, I don't know if any of you listened to Chris Erica's podcast, but he had uh, Jeremy Pradower, I think that's how you say his last name, the guy that yeah. made the AW figures. And he was yes. talking about these calipers that have, like, they, they use these apps and stuff to figure out right when stuff hits the shelves and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to knock anybody's hustle. I mean, I like that uh, Pro Wrestling Tees now, they're doing limit of one i mean you can do whatever whatever you want with whatever you buy but it's limited to the people aren't going in there buying as many as they can buy and buying the whole stock out and stuff but you're never gonna stop it <laughs> right dave what about you i mean so so we alluded to i'm a i'm a sports fan earlier you know dealing with sports tickets 
um, primarily, you know, playoff tickets, for example, you know, I, I know that, that there are people out there whose jobs it is to buy tickets and flip them. And I get that. That's a part of any sort of collectible. You know, when you have stuff that, that goes on sale, you know, for example, when I went to um, Yankee Stadium in 2008, they sold all this final season merchandise and people were just buying it to flip it. Another example, I went to um, Mariano Rivera bobblehead day. And literally, I would look online and I would see the eBay listing before the gates even open. I'm across the street at the bar waiting for the gates to open so I can go in. And there's eBay listings and the gates aren't open. So, I mean, I get it. It's part of life. People are going to buy. So if, if you can make money, people are going to find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I, I do like that, you know, especially with, you know, how we had the Kurt and the Owen um, and, and the Madison drop, it was a limit of one when there are such a limited release. I think that is good. And they're able to stop people from buying more than one. So you do have a better chance. Um, as someone who's not a completionist, if I miss one, like for example, I didn't get the Kurt Angle brawler. I didn't, you know, throw a tantrum, uh, you know, it sucks. I can't get it. I looked at the secondary market, closed my laptop and walked away. Um, uh, but you know, <laughs> It, it happens. People are going to always try. And, like I said, if people can make money off something, they're going to find a way. So, and I'm not going to knock anybody from trying to make money. It, it happens, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. See, for me, like I said, I get why people do it. Like, you know, I've never got, I don't like it, but I understand it and that. So, I mean, I just, my, my, my biggest issue is, is I hate to see someone who, you know, wants one because they they genuinely like they collect them you know yeah and then but only for that person to like not get one you know or to miss out because so someone else wanted to get one just to like you know turn around and sell it for like you know four or five times what they paid for it and that yeah. so that's kind of well, where my biggest issue is yeah well that's like why when iron Sheik and madison were released i didn't even bother to go for them because i mean with all due respect to great performers I just didn't move the needle for me. So I said, you know what? It's limited of X amount. Let somebody else who actually wants it have a chance. Right. So, Not so. and the, the thing that just makes me mad is like when I'm, I'm in like the groups and it's like, yeah, I just got this, this masked Vader that, you know, anybody who wanted one could get it. Like the day it comes in. Yeah. It's here. 50 bucks shipped. Like did, yeah. you didn't even, buy, yeah, what, what, what is Ryan Crossley asking for that? He's already traded that Vader by the end of the show. I got He's the heel now. <laughs> and, uh, got the <laughs> yeah, Who's crying Rossley on eBay? Crying Rossley. It's like I know a guy that's Ryan Crossley, but crying Rossley, who knows? This man has a mustache. Right. <laughs> All right. So so one of the things like in the microbrawler fan, uh, fan group, and this is specifically for Ryan, is, is I see a lot of people, you know speak very highly of him, you know, and they thank him for like, oh yeah, I got, you know, this one thanks to Ryan, Terrible. you know, and you've kind of, you know, you know, garnered a reputation as kind of being the guy that can basically find anything for anyone. How, how, what does that, what, what, how does that make you feel knowing that so many people think that way of you that it's like, oh yeah, if I want something, you know, this is the guy I'm going to go to. Rich. Like we were saying, like I'm not doing the triple, quadruple. Like you know, I like to stick with whatever the majority uh, deems the market is. Um, I joke that this is my retirement plan, so I'm not. You know, I'm kind of screwed because my coworkers talk about stocks. I'm like, I'm in micro brothers, man. It's it's what I know. It's somehow 
you know, I don't know other figures. I'm, I'm into collecting some other things, but for some reason, I just super gravitated towards micro brawlers, became a completist. You know, you buy a lot. Sometimes you get some extras, you know, what do you do with those extras? Right. And I was into the grab bags, you know, for a while, you know, those are great in the beginning. Um, no, but it's, uh, my, my wife says I get a big head, you know, I'll kind of mention if someone says something, I'll just like hold the phone in front of her face. Like, Hey, read this post. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, she, she laughs about it, but, um, no, I'll I post something tomorrow. Sorry. What's that? I'll post something tomorrow. I'll be like, Ryan is such a great, wonderful man. His wife yeah, should be happy I, to have him. I really appreciate it. Cause again, I just like to talk about wrestling and micro brothers with people, you know, like, uh, I'm, I don't want to go on a tangent. I'll think Nick later. But um, we can go off on a tangent if you want. We got time. PayPal information below. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I got a ton of stuff. I mean, I'm working on my addiction. That's what's caused me to be able to help people, and I'm appreciative. And I, you know, I think sounds like a rehab commercial. I'm working on my addiction, and I'm trying to help others. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, my wife will say, how much profit did you make? And I'm like, I don't even, you know, I don't keep books. I I don't keep track of how much I bought it for and sold it for, you know, just, right. you know, I'm breaking even or maybe making a little bit to buy more brawlers, you know. Right. But, um, no, it means a lot. And a lot of people, hopefully a lot of people listen to this because I'm not the best at thanking people in return because there's people who I do deals with still um people who help me out with information you know i joke that i'm the microbrawler scholar but you know mm -hmm. it takes all of us it's just a, a fun group so i'm really appreciative you know the kind words and the little uh i get embarrassed by it but at the same time it's it's nice to be respected in a community in a group that i that i love so much yeah i i feel the same way you know um I, you know, I like to think that I've garnered a little bit of a reputation, you know, in at least the Pro Wrestling Tees VIP group. You know, I seem to be pretty well known, you know, and like I said, it's kind of the same thing, you know. I just do what I can to help out people, you know. I don't do it for the fame or the glory. I just do it because, you know, everybody, we're all, you know, we're all in this together. You know, we all love the same thing, you know, and that's one of the things that, oh, actually, let me ask you this. This is actually, I just, the question just popped in my head. You know, this is like one of the reasons why I love being a pro wrestling fan is the community and stuff like that. So, what guys, what is like the best part of being a fan of professional wrestling? Like, uh, you know, and I'm going to start with uh, Nick on this one. Like, what's your favorite thing about being a fan of pro wrestling? Uh, I don't know, really. <laughs> I just always have been a fan. Like, it's just always something I've watched. It's just something I, I, I'm supposed to know. <laughs> gotcha. And I don't know. I just, I, I, I just love it. I don't, I don't know. No, no that's okay. I wish I did know. That's okay. <laughs> Dave, what, but what about you? What do you feel like is the like the best thing about, about you know, being a professional wrestling fan or just pro wrestling fans in general? This, what we're doing right now, you got yeah. four guys in four different states in three different time zones that have come together on on an evening to just talk wrestling. You know, you can't do that with everything else that I feel like, you know, basketball, football, you know, not not everyone's doing that. Wrestling, wrestling did this. Wrestling brought all of us together to talk wrestling. That yep. simple. It, it literally, there's... There's some company out that's like connecting people through wrestling or something like that. But literally, that's what wrestling does. It brings us all together. We can all have different opinions on X, Y, Z, hate this, like that, think this, think that. But at the end of the day, we're all in this together. 
Right, right. Ryan, what about you? Um, sorry, I got a message. I'm sure some of us did. They, there's a yeah. microbroller. Micro yeah, uh, what's going on? About that? I was, I'm not heading to the office. I see we a got, lot. We got breaking news or something. We might. Can I? Can I show it? Is there? Is there? A is it dropping right now? I, I, don't just, just I, I don't know. Can I? Can I? No, I don't know. Dennis was supporting it. For a second. <laughs> you can, wait. You, well, okay. Yeah, no, Dennis uh, isn't in on this group. Dennis, look at put this. Put it up. Put it up. I haven't even seen the picture. I'm just reading it. Uh, uh, Where Mark is Sterling in brawler form? <laughs> oh, is that that's not something? Is that just something that is that a concept or is that something that's dropping? He posted something he like this it. in the. Yeah, I don't know I don't if know. it's like the, the actual thing has been made and released yet, but I think it's just a. Because okay, somebody said he posted, he posted something like a blue foot the other day, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that too. And I thought it was a Doink the Clown Brawler, and I'm really mad it's not now. Ah, uh, man, that'd be nice. Because I said back in July, I was like, when when I first joined the group, I was like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool if they released a Doink the Clown Brawler. And I was already, I screenshot it, I was ready to shout it from the mountaintops, like I called this back in July, everyone. I did it, but I feel like they'll make a Doink at some point. Then a little, a little swaddle size Doink to get with. Yes, exactly. <laughs> For Doink. Yeah, oh, I think we're so. safe with Smart Mark. Uh, Dougie's always up on it. He's a completist, so we're fiends. He said he has zero info so far. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Just wanted to make sure that we didn't. It wasn't something dropped. That's why I probably. So, yeah, so get this, for those of you that are listening to this show, you know, on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, Google, you know, wherever you get your major your, your podcast from and stuff. Uh, Dave showed a picture of a uh, concept uh, piece of art that was released by Smart Mark Sterling, which basically shows him, if I'm not mistaken, that's in the gear he wore when he wrestled Moxley the, before, uh, what was before it? All out. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's true. So, yeah. So, uh, Guys, if you're obviously if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll uh, be you'll see the picture coming across the screen right now. But yeah, again, for those of you who are listening to the audio version of this, that's what uh, what's that's what we're discussing here. Uh, and for the record, nothing on pro wrestling tees. I just went on the site while you were all discussing this, so nothing there. Um, Ryan kept doing those teases the past couple of days. I've just been in my office, refresh, refresh, refresh. Yep, yep. I every did hour. I'm ready for okay. the Macho Madness again. Okay, so all right, so Dave brought it up. Let's go there. Uh, about what was it? Two weeks ago, uh, was it, or it'd be two weeks on Friday. This uh, on Friday, which well, the, well, would have been this past Friday because, like I said, this uh, dropped on Monday. Um, but it'd be two weeks ago this past Friday, I believe, was when uh, Macho Madness uh, took over took over uh, the pro wrestling uh, tease universe. Oh yeah, and that so so yeah so. When you first, when you saw, because like I didn't even know anything was going on until I think a friend of mine, like either sent me directly or in one of my chats is like, oh yeah, this uh, variant of you know a Macho Man dropped, and I'm thinking, okay, cool. So you know, I went on and got it and stuff. So you know, we're thinking, okay, just one. What, guys, what did you think when two hours later, like the second one dropped? I believe the second, the first one was the. The, the orange attire. Right. And then the second one was the Mega Power one, correct? Yes. Yeah. I so was really – I was upset because I saw Mega, and I thought yeah. it was, like, Mega size, thinking they were doing another two-up. And I – we have – me, Nick, and Ryan have a group chat. And I was like, oh, my God, is it a two-up? Damn it. <laughs> I still bought it. Right, yeah. I did too. Uh, uh, Ryan, what did you think when you saw the uh, Mega Power uh, variant go up? 
Um, I also thought it was a two up. I, I didn't know those drops were happening. I think thankfully, like, uh, like we've been saying, uh, there's many within the community, especially our group at VIP a major figure group, you know, we communicate, we notify each other, you know, trying to do our best. So thankfully people were letting me know cause I, I was out of town and traveling and doing some weird stuff. So had two hour windows, thankfully to get them. Right. Nick, what about you? What were your thoughts when you saw the, uh, the mega power, uh, one come out? I mean, I was, I guess I, mean, I was kind of confused, honestly, and stuff. And I think I even, oh broke, the, uh, I think I even broke the cut. I was texting y'all, and I was like, I think there's going to be more. I think mean, <laughs> people say there's going to be more. And then, who, knows, who knew it was going to last all day long? <laughs> it was madness. It was macho madness. Yeah. Okay. So then we've all gotten, you know, our, we got the, uh, the orange one. Then we got the uh, Mega Powers one. And then in the infamous, you know, I'll try to do my best uh, impersonation of the French guy from SpongeBob SquarePants two hours later. Um, then we had, I believe it was the USA one. No, the, the black and white was the third yeah, one. The black okay. and white one. Yeah. Okay, so this third one drops. At what point did you guys say to yourselves, okay, this is this is nuts? When the third one drops, because <laughs> I was like, he didn't. I'm, I'm trying. I was like doing Google search. I'm like, I don't think he ever wore trunks in WCW. I don't know, no. right? No, so, no, and that's that's when I started to pass on them. I was like, he didn't wear these. I can't. I'm broke. I need to stop spending money. And I'm glad I did because of what happened a few days later. Yeah, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna we're gonna get into that here. That's gonna be uh, once we fin talk about this. So. Uh, Nick and Ryan, uh, any do you share the same thoughts Dave had when the black and white one dropped? Yeah, I mean, I was concerned too that a that we were having to pay shipping on each one. I understand now that like they that they're shipping them all like individually, like if they're coming in at different times or whatever. But and then be that like if every single one the price was going up, like by the I think it was going up like what five bucks or three bucks. I don't know, something like, like that. that. Like two dollars or something, like two or three dollars. Yeah, two dollars. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, I don't know. But then, like, once again, the, the addiction. I was like, I can't, if I get it, if I don't get it now, then I have to pay 150 later on eBay, so I yep. better just get it. And that's all. Ryan, what about you? What were your thoughts when you saw the black and white one? Um, as we, we, we'll call it my problem. You know, it's a, it's my passion and my problem. But uh, I yep. tend to order <laughs> extra sometimes. Like with the Vader release, you know, they say, we're going to make to order and we're never going to make these again. Right. I just think about, you know, cause I'll have, uh, a lot of people I speak with them, you know, they, maybe they missed it. You know, the jokes they were uh, feeding their cat or, or they were working or something, you know, people miss them. We have, you know, the group's grown a ton, uh, you know, so you get new collectors coming in all the time. I think I have this thing of, I don't know if it's wanting to help people. I mean, yeah, like I said, I don't want to feel important, but it's nice to be able to help. So, so right. I tend to order a little extra, and as I probably like uh, Dave said on the third one, I'm like, okay, I got to tone this down because I don't know when this is going to stop. Like, I <laughs> sorry, future people, I'm going to meet, but I'm not going to be able to hook you up, you know. All right. So, all right. So obviously, then after that, we had the USA one. Then you know, then we had the uh, the pink one, and then the lion green one. What, what like? So obviously, you know, I think the, in terms of price, I think the the highest one was the USA one. Am I am I correct in that? I think so. 
Okay. No, no, I, I think I know the pink one. I think that's when it went down. And then obviously we got the lime green one, which was like super cheap, which was you know really really cool gesture for them to do and stuff like that. So uh, did uh, obviously I, I think Dave pretty much. I don't think Dave got you didn't get him. I tapped out at two. Gotcha, Ryan. And Nick, you guys managed to get all six. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. So, <laughs> you asked Matt Cardona, he got all seven. Yeah, I mean, I'm still wondering what the seventh one's going to be, or if he's just pulling the wool, you know, pulling. I, well, way. I my speculation was so for those of anyone who doesn't know, he somebody posted like, "Yeah, I got all six. Um, and then Matt Cardona responded, "I got all seven. They're like, "Wait, what?" And so my guess is that he he like was foreshadowing the seven AEW brawlers. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just that my guess. It. No confirmation. I can't wait till Miss Elizabeth yeah, all the, all brawler comes with everyone. <laughs> well, well, see, the thing is, is okay. So yeah, you mentioned Miss Elizabeth, but if you're gonna do one of Miss Elizabeth, I think it's only fair that you got to do one of uh, a sensational Queen Sherry as well. Oh yes, that we talked about cool. this last night, and I said how much fun it would be to have variants of Sherry with her different makeup throughout the years. Oh man, I would love uh, that'd be awesome. You could put some glitter on there. Oh, my sister would be all over those. She she'd buy them all. <laughs> nice. Okay, so obviously, yeah. So, did all three of you guys find yourselves? So after the uh, the lime green one was done, did you find yourself still clicking refresh on the site to see if there was a another yeah, one? Or no? Oh yeah, I stayed up till one in the morning here on the East Coast. I was like, I, I don't believe it's over. I don't believe it's over. And when I woke up the next morning, I immediately logged into PWTs. I was like. <gasps> Oh no! It's just a T-shirt of Matt Nix. Never mind. We're good. We're good. It's over, everyone. <laughs> oh, hey! Well, Matt Nix is no slouch. Matt Nix is an awesome <laughs> guy. So, Matt, Matt Nix, I love you, man. You, you've always been good to me and stuff like that. So, uh, this, uh, that comment, I had nothing to do with that. That was all. I'm bad. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anybody who gets in the ring has my utmost respect because yeah. I'm too scared. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So, we, you know. Macho Madness, Macho Mania, whatever you want to call it, you know, took its toll on everybody's bank accounts. And you're thinking, okay, now it's time to kind of, you know, try to see if you can maybe put in a couple extra hours at the office or, you know, at the job and stuff to kind of compensate for all the money that was spent. Then uh, Dana Massey here's the picture. Uh, Dana Massey, first off, is is got a mind for marketing. She's amazing. Um, I don't know how she was able to do, you know, Young Bucks merch all those years by herself and that. She's also a sweetheart. I had the pleasure of meeting her at the first StarCast and stuff. She came in the picture and said, you guys ain't seen nothing yet. And then next thing you know, we got something that I don't think any of us ever thought we were going to get. In fact, I think we were even told that was the case. Yep. We got AEW Michael Brawlers. Guys, uh, I'm going to start with Nick on this one. When you saw that they were doing AEW Micro Brawlers, what what was your first reaction? What was your first initial thought? Uh, I was pretty surprised, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it should be because all crossover and everything is crossing. The trend in wrestling now is everything crosses over with everything. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was I was pumped. Right. Was. Awesome, Ryan. What about you? What What did you think when you uh, saw the news that uh, we were getting AEW Brawlers? I was definitely part of the people saying it would never happen. I thought it was way down the line, if ever, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I was shocked and 
no way I was going to miss that. You know, after spending all that macho money, still have the time, scrape my change, mow some lawns. Yep. Mike, if you, if you lived out here by the way where I am, so, shovel some driveways. And then, so, Dave, what about you? What was your reaction when you saw that uh, we were getting AEW brawlers? I was super excited because I was like, oh, great. I'm going to have AEW brawlers before I have my AEW figs. Shout out to my <laughs> local Walmart. <laughs> Never seen them in the wild. Neither have I. But but I did order them from uh, Ringside Collectibles, and they came this morning, finally. So I'm finally in the fig game, everyone. Yeah. Check my eBay listings below. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Those things are staying in my room, in box, not getting touched. Yeah. Uh, but, no, yeah, I was really excited when they, they came because, like we said, forbidden door and just got kicked off and blown off and anything's possible in the world of wrestling. Yeah. I never thought I'd get in the AEW figure game myself, you know, because I still, like you, Dave, I still have yet to see a figure in a while. Then I get a call from uh, one of my really good friends. He's like, yeah, when you uh, come over on Saturday, make sure you have room on the back of your car because you got six friends going home with you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got you uh, I, my, the set of uh, wave one of the AEW figures that I, uh, so-and-so ordered, you know, while back came in and stuff. So I'm actually going to pick up. Uh, I got a set of uh, – the uh the first wave coming that I'm only I'm basically paying retail for so nice yeah so awesome. all right so a couple more questions here uh real quick um then we'll kind of get into you know giving you some time to plug your show and to plug the group and stuff if you got if, no licensing restrictions no like you know you know copyright whatever you want to call it no seats and desist that kind of thing if, if anybody was fair game. If you guys had could pick one wrestler, dead or alive, to get a micro brawler, who would it be? Uh, I'm gonna start with Ryan in this one. Okay. Um, does it? Well, you said I don't think you meant just wrestler, right? It could be a wrestling personality. Yeah, you know, just anyone involved in the world of wrestling. Ryan Barkin. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was honestly thinking of going that route, but I thought you might say it. Uh, we uh, so many of us want it. So no, I mean I truly do want that one day. Uh, I want that should be the last brawler ever made to match the shirt right here. Yes. Um, but no, in, in all honesty, gosh, I'm a simple guy. I want my favorite wrestlers. So I want um, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, and whatever form they could do. I'd like both. I'd like him in his uh, denim when he debuted in DC, uh, WCW. His NWO red and black Razor Ramon. I want it all. Uh, same with Kevin Nash. Yeah, I'd like Diesel and Kevin Nash. Those are my top three guys, them and Brett. So, so Ryan Barkin, that's, uh, you know, put, he, uh, Ryan Crossley's putting you up there with uh, the Outsiders. So, Oh, one more. Sorry. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Gregory Iron. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Greg's a great guy, a buddy of mine. I'm, I'm pushing for him uh, with, you know, whatever clout I have to get one. <laughs> uh nick what about you if you could if you had like one or a couple like like if you could have any a brawler made of any you know wrestling personality living or dead or if you have a couple who would they be uh i mean probably gotta say undertaker right undertaker mm -hmm. would be an amazing brawler like an old one not, not like the new new one but like the old one with like the, the big purple gloves yeah. or like i don't know maybe like a hollywood hogan that would be kind of cool. I think that would be a good one. I don't know. All of them. I'll take, I'll take any of the micro <laughs> I want every wrestler to have micro that ever, ever existed. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, there you go. That'd be that'd be it'd be quite a question there if they did that. Dave, Dave, what about you? So I was gonna go with Ryan Barkin too, just because I thought that'd be you know the same way that I, I bought um, a Colt Cabana brawler from David Stankin. I think it'd be cool to have a Ryan Barkin brawler. Um, but if I'm going with with uh, regular wrestlers, um, I'm gonna go with my top three favorites, and it, people are gonna give me flack for this because I always do. But I'm going to go with um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go John Cena. Okay. And Demon Finn Balor. I think you could do You know, those are my guys. Nice. So for I'm me. I'm surprised they haven't done a Stone Cold yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what the rights on that is. Yeah. No, I think they have the rights. I'm pretty sure you got well, like I know he does. He does have the store, but I don't. I don't think. I don't know if his stuff says Stone Cold on it. I know some of his stuff, like like you've got like the Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, I'm not a lawyer. Okay, so for me, and I think you could do. You could do like the, this. Could be one that you could do like almost like a Macho Man type line. You got to go with Ric Flair with the robes. Woo! That'd be so sweet too. Like, his red robe, the robe he wore at WrestleMania uh, when he uh, res- he had his retirement match against oh, Shawn Michaels. Any, you know, his Starcade '83 one, just anything. I think that would be like my top one. Um, I definitely like uh, Nick's, and I was thinking this one would be really cool, like with the Undertaker, and you could do like, you know, the same thing. You know, you have the old school Undertaker with like you said, the purple gloves, or even before that with the gray gloves. Then you could do like you know the American badass, then the dead man, and then you know, you know the taker, you know from the boneyard match. Um, and then I'm trying to think of somebody else. I would, I wouldn't mind seeing. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of one other really good person that we haven't gotten one of. You know what? I got it. I'd like to do a, a Mick Foley line. You know, you got Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, Dude, Love Mankind, like the four faces of Foley one. I think yeah, those are probably. We're talking about that on our, our podcast last week. Yep, Jason mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you mentioned uh, your podcast, the Micro uh, Brawler Broadcast. Uh, uh, the floor is yours, guys. Uh, uh, whoever wants to uh, talk, uh, please uh, uh, tell tell my audience uh, about your show. Please watch our show. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, we started um, a show. Myself, Ryan, and Nick called the Micro Brawler Broadcast drops every Tuesday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, we talk about we just everything in the world of bra- uh, Micro Brawler so far. We've talked about you know our collections. We've critiqued everyone, uh, other people's collections in the Micro Brawler fan group. Um, spoiler alert, we have an international guest for next week. I can't Ooh. wait for that. Oh, yeah. There's a little snacky cake supreme teaser. Um but and and speaking of, before I forget, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go completely off script here. But I would like to cordially invite Mr. Dennis Day Jr. onto the Micro Brawler broadcast Absolutely. either next week, or week after that. We will make it work. I want DDJ on the MBB. All right. Well, I I, I humbly I humbly accept the offer and. We'll get to. We'll have to figure out a time that uh, works best for everyone. But yeah, I I love your show. It'd be my Man. honor to be to be a guest on your show. So uh, awesome. that's so. Uh, anything more that you wanted to talk about the show, or is 
Brian, Nick, anybody? It's on my YouTube no. channel. Subscribe. We're trying to get subscribers up. <laughs> yes, we want to be able to monetize. That's the next goal. We've got 100 subscribers. Mm. Now we want to be able to make money off what we're doing. And we want to open a PWT store too eventually. So, yeah, so. We have big plans. Yeah, so. We only have four episodes. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? Probably really four episodes deep. Yeah, it, 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 it's almost time. Like I said, this is episode 30. When I Back when I did, you know, episode four back in middle of September, I know I honestly, I, heck, even when I did my very first episode, I didn't think I'd be this far. And I'm looking back, you know, like, wow, you know, I'm this many episodes in and stuff. So, uh, last but not least, uh, obviously, you know, we all kind of got connected. Obviously, you know, I, Ryan, I've known for a little while through the VIP group, Dave and Nick, I think I kind of got introduced to you through the, uh, Michael Brawler uh, fan group. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, one of you guys, if you guys want to talk about the the Facebook group, you know, and just what it's about, you know, and why, you know, just tell people about it. Like, you know, who know if I can get, you know, one of my, you know, listeners to at least one, you know, to listen and say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna go check this group out and stuff. So, uh, why should people join the uh, the Microbrawler fan group? Well, I mean, I think that I'm a frozen. No, okay. I think that I mean, if you collect Microbrawlers. You have to be in the group. I mean, it's a, it's a tool. I mean, it'll tell you when things drop, what's coming, what people got for sale. I mean, it's the only. I mean, it's the only thing on the internet. It's like when I started this group. I mean, I don't. It was almost a year. I mean, do you know when I started, Ryan? I know Ryan was in the day one. Did you say April? April and you stuff. But, I mean, it was right. quarantine, and I was bored. I mean, I had people that we talked to on like uh facebook messenger and twitter and stuff like that there was already like a community that was building but i i just wanted to get everybody together on one spot i mean it's crazy we're at like 600 i think 650 something members now growing I and mean, it's growing like yeah, crazy. It's over, over 600. i mean we try me and ryan try to keep it everything moving good and 652 for the most part Awesome, yeah. So. Join Michael Brawler fan group. Just search it up for it. It'll come up. Or me, Facebook. It'll come up. Join the group, watch the show, have a good time, right? So, all right, gentlemen. Well, uh, before uh, we call the night here, uh, any last words from a- any one of you three? I'll go real quick because I'm going to be yeah. a lot winded. Um, <laughs> we've done four Microwaller broadcast episodes, and uh. Yeah, I haven't quite said it yet, but I'll, I'll give my thank yous. I didn't win an award, like an Academy Award, but no, like honestly, like Ryan Barkin, David Stank, and the PW to uh, PWT's crew, you know, just for all they do, they do so much, so much in the VIP group or the, you know, their social media in general. They're so interactive, you know, it's not yep. like another company I've, you know, been a fan of their product, but uh, I mean, that's great. The VIP group, um, and for them creating something that I am in, I don't know, probably when I was a kid, like into X-Men toys, like I'm same level, like I've never been, it's been a long time since I've been so into something as this, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a part of me. It's wrestling. Wrestling always has been, but these micro brothers in the community, but, uh, and I'm real thankful to Nick, the founding father. I will, I will always bow to him Thank and be you. appreciative for starting the group because <laughs> VIP group, man, I used to scour it, you know, micro brother news scroll so much when he created the group i mean it's that's my main group and 
focus on Facebook. You don't need to look anywhere else anymore. It's all there. If, it, if it's microball and it's happening, it'll be on the group before yep. anywhere else. I promise you that we have amazing people in our group that are it's on top of everything. I don't need to to, to refresh Pro Wrestling Tees every 20 seconds because I know if anything drops, I'm going to get 20 messages within seconds of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It saved me so much time of scrolling with having the microbrawler, uh, microbrawlers fan group. But then at the same time, oh man, I'm addicted just like microbrawlers. I mean, there's so much news. We talk about fantasy things. We show our collections. We, uh, you know, we have the top five Tuesday. You know, who do you want in this genre? All sorts of cool things. And then uh, likewise, I'm appreciative to Dave. You know. For him suggesting, like, hey, let's do this podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. he gives the tiniest little seat in my mind, but he's got the, I'd say, the talent and the skills to do it. You know, all the editing he does and all of our ideas. Yeah, he's, so, the, he's the magic of the show for sure. Yeah. It was supposed to be an, and spoiler alert, it was supposed to be an anniversary show that we were going to do around WrestleMania. Like, I didn't think of it as an episodic weekly thing. I just thought, like, let's do something for the anniversary. Everybody else gets their stuff in around Mania time. Let's get our stuff in. And here we are every week now. (laughs) So I I thank these two guys for, you know, being a part of this as well. You know, I I joined this group around June, and, like, I, I do DJing, and I do high school sports, and that all shut down last year. So I had nothing to do but go to work at a grocery store. And so, obviously, I watched wrestling every week, but, like, with collecting brawlers and joining this group, it's given me like something to do. I don't want to say it's given me purpose, but like it's given me something to look forward to every day. Like, is there a new brawler dropping? Well, you know, what's the gossip on what we could be getting, you know, what's in the next crate and all that. So I like, like Ryan said, I'm appreciative to, to Barkin and his crew and all those, those great people working hard. And also how they said in, I think it was like the May crate. They said like, you know, the crates may be delayed with shipping or whatnot because of COVID and all this. They haven't missed a day there. Everything's been on time, perfectly, you know, maintained. Shout out to Pro Rescue. He's been amazing. So, so a little bit, of, uh, a little bit of before we go, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. I've actually uh, been lucky enough to help them pack a couple of the crates and stuff. I uh, I did it over the summer, and if you guys, if 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 anybody, if you guys or anybody in the the VIP group or the micro brawler group or anybody listening to the show or your show really could see the effort that actually goes into, I can only imagine like, you know, the chat, you know, what they have to do for all the shirts that they have to do and just everything. But guys, if you could just see the effort that these men and women put into packing these crates, it's just unreal. And it would give you even more of an appreciation for what these guys do. I've been lucky enough to have seen in action. I've helped, I've actually helped them, pack the crates and yeah it's it, there's so much that's involved and i mean i could take yeah. another hour and probably still wouldn't be able to get through all the things things yeah they they showed a small snippet in the behind the merch i remember because yeah. i remember them, like putting the goldberg title belt pins in because it's the crate i got and i remember seeing i was like wow that's an impressive assembly line they have and that was just yeah. for the pins so who yeah. knows about everything else that goes into that's yeah. just amazing what they do it, it, yeah. it really it really is and that's so but yeah guys again uh, Dave, uh, Nick, and Ryan uh, have a show called the Micro Brawler Broadcast. They just released their fourth episode. Uh, uh, it'll be this past Tuesday. Uh, it comes out uh, every uh, Tuesday morning. At what time did you say again? Seven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, Eight o'clock so, in Chicago. 
Okay. No, yeah. six in Chicago. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Chicago. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're, we're an hour behind and not, not an hour and ahead. And stuff. Seven, seven, seven Eastern, six Central. Four right. in like the middle of the night at Ryan's house. <laughs> yeah. Noon if you're in London. Cheers. <laughs> but yeah, guys, if you guys again, Michael Brawler broadcast, check them out on YouTube. Uh, join the uh, you know, the Michael Brawler fan group if you're not already a member. It's a great way to get connected with some really cool people. If you're looking for a brawler, you, you know, you can get in contact with Ryan and I'm sure he'll be able to find it for you. Just anyone in general. There's one you're looking for, whatever. Hit them up. You know, there's always people assisting them for sale, but it's basically the go-to place to get your Michael Brawler So, uh, that's all the time I got. I think I pretty much covered everything I want to talk about, uh, gentlemen. I wanted to take another moment here to uh, thank you for uh, joining me, and uh, gentlemen, have a great night. Thank, thank you for having us on. Thanks for having My pleasure here. This is Tim Storm, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. You're listening to What Do You Say with DDJ. If you love professional wrestling, this is where you need to get your information. Don't miss this. Uh, Ryan, Nick, and Dave, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat about the microbrawler craze with me and also sharing your views on the world of pro wrestling. Really enjoyed it. Guys that are listening to this, I hope you did as well, too. Uh, don't forget to check out their show, the Micro Brawler broadcast that drops every Tuesday morning on YouTube. And uh, also, if you're not a member, please go join the Micro Brawler fan group on Facebook. Uh, it's a place to go to get all the news on Micro Brawler releases. If you're looking to complete your collection, if you're looking to sell your collection, if you're looking to start a collection. Uh, yeah, this is a place to go. Um mm-hmm little new segment i'm going to debut uh i'm going to give you guys all an idea of what to look forward to in uh the upcoming week with uh the pro wrestling junkies uh pod squad uh, as many of you know this show is part of the pro wrestling junkies pod squad and uh but my show is not the only show we have a couple other shows that definitely deserve some love so obviously you know my show drops every monday uh starting this week as well too the show is going to be up on youtube uh tuesday mornings uh is when the junkyard drops and audio and video uh this week though it's going to be a little bit different uh this week for the junkyard we're going to do our this week in wrestling recap uh that'll drop on tuesday and then on friday our uh roundtable discussion is going to drop wednesdays now mark the uh, arrival of the newest podcast to the Pro Wrestling Junkies Pod Squad. That is Brad and Stevens uh, talking wrestling. Uh, run by my good friend Brad Marcus and the uh, little dude Steven Spice, who many of you who watch the uh, virtual markouts on Pro Wrestling Junkies know from his uh, Steve's Three segment that appears every time we have a, a virtual markout. So definitely give them a listen. I believe this week they are reviewing the uh, Scooby-Doo uh, WrestleMania movie. Uh, and then they're also going to be uh, talking about uh, their views on wrestling. And then uh, don't forget Thursday nights at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central. Uh, my guys, Steven, Isaac, and uh, Shane go live on YouTube to talk about a bad pay-per-view or review bad booking or they do whatever they decide they want to talk about as part of such good shoot and their audio version of the show will drop drops every Saturday at 4 20 AM. 
Yes, they said 420. And then don't forget, uh, the, on Fridays, this coming Friday, will be the uh, Pro Wrestling Junkies Junkyard Roundtable discussion, where this week we are going to be talking about uh, the uh, when big-time wrestlers jump ship in the wake of the news of uh, Paul White signing with AEW. Also, guys, uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash ProWrestlingJunkies to check out the many great shirts that are available. We've got the Pro Wrestling Junkies logo shirt. We've got the Be a Baby Face, Don't Be a Heel Pro Wrestling Junkie shirt. Uh, we've got, and we've also got uh, the uh, shirt for Such Good Shoot. And then for this show, What Do You Say with DDJ? So, guys, if please go give, uh, give the group some love and buy one of the shirts. And uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. That's all the time I got this week for uh, this episode of What Do You Say with DDJ? And I will see you in another week with a brand new episode. Thanks for listening. If you love professional wrestling and great podcasts, check out What Do You Say with DDJ on Facebook, Twitter, and also on ProWrestlingTees.com. In the search field, just type in DDJ and buy the best professional wrestling podcast shirt around.